Strap in, kid. Welcome to the very bare batch explosion that we start to show, breaking down, discussing, and reviewing each and every episode of Disney Plus original Star Wars series, Star Wars The Bad Batch. My name's Don Blunt. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hobley. You're doing excited to be here. This episode. Yep. Yeah. Got him. Today's episode, episode six, decommissioned, directed by Nathaniel Villani, I'm going with, and written by Amanda Rose Munoz. Monos. Uh, synopsis for the episode was on a mission to acquire a valuable asset the batch encounters smugglers after the same target quick note on that synopsis longest synopsis they've had synopsis. any episode of Quality this show so synopsis. <laughs> it's usually like the bad batch they do something they this do week something. guys they land on the planet <laughs> yeah when I saw the synopsis I was like holy shit this is and this wasn't this was like only like half an hour to an hour after the episode of finished that so this was up i was like fuck all right go off maybe they, maybe disney listens to this podcast i don't know mm. uh yeah overall thoughts what, what were your thoughts on this week's episode ash it was a solid episode i mean there was a lot of action and you know stuff but there wasn't a lot of story <laughs> it was pretty pretty self-contained like like a very small episode kind of i don't know was uh because they were just in that one factory the entire time pretty much mm. but they're, they're, i feel like there was a lot of breadcrumbs scattered throughout the entire episode for yeah. future things so it was a short episode too it was like what 23 minutes or something i don't know but yeah we're, we're having a bunch of the 21 minutes 27 seconds fucking hell yeah it flew by too <laughs> like it's like press play so, over all right that was the time i guess it's not a bad thing but yeah we're, we're kind of in a slew of these uh shorter self-contained ones um but mm. that's fine because we kind of we was talking about this last week of course but yeah expect another couple episodes like this and then presumably around that mid-season point we're going to get the big old record going crazy which we'll talk about in a little bit of course but yeah i, I thought the episode was decent um the one thing that i'll just get i'll jump ahead straight away to another thing that you probably just you wouldn't have while watching it got but so the of course the Martez sisters make an appearance in this episode. Those, uh, so the, the two girls under the, whatever armor they were wearing, I can't even remember, but the ones who were the other main characters in this episode, they were characters that were introduced in the final season of the Clone Wars, as well as the Bad Batch, so it's kind of fitting that they were both introduced in the same season. Um, and they have a four-episode arc that was very divisive, with the internet because and look some of the criticisms about their their run i totally get i think it probably should have been three episodes or two or three episodes and not four it did seem to drag on a bit but yeah their storyline was focused around it was like the one that sort of uh reintroduced ahsoka it was after she's kicked out of the jedi order she bumps into the martez sisters she has like this um where they're like trying to steal and all this sort of stuff and she helps them and tries to get their lives back on track and all this sort of thing so that's where those two characters are not that i think you need to have seen the clone wars to enjoy their appearance in this obviously there's like no references to ahsoka there's no like necessary reason to have watched any of that stuff but that was the the other thing um i didn't yeah so i thought the episode was okay because it kind of just flies by it's mostly action heavy and whatever there's a few good lines in here one in particular i've wrote down to make sure i didn't forget about i'll bring that up in a second because it was actually probably one of the funniest lines i think that this show's done so far <laughs> so far got a good chuckle out of me <laughs> like i was like oh, that's actually really good uh but yeah I, I would say like as much as i don't dislike the martez sisters i i kind of dislike their appearance here because i don't know it just felt like 
random cameo for random cameo's sake unless the their payoff as to who their person who they're talking to at the end of the episode makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we, who did we they encounter in their episode? It was two well, of no, them. I mean they they don't so yeah, yeah, let's just jump around because it's it's whatever. But the person they're calling at the end of the episode, I'm gonna say votes on my votes are on it just being Bali Bale Organa somehow. They've never met him that we've seen. But that's who I'm going to go with because it, the person's like wearing a cloak and Ahsoka doesn't wear a cloak at this point. Like Ahsoka in a white cloak is after Rebels Ahsoka, you know, like this is literally just somehow, however long we're thinking, what, like a couple months mm. after Order 66, you know, like at this stage, um, uh, they have retconned some of the Ahsoka novel already. So I don't know how much more they're going to retcon or whatever, which they've moved around bits and pieces stuff here. But that novel is basically like after Order 66, Ahsoka just goes into hiding. She's not already trying to, like she hasn't already got straight into the fight for the rebellion. You know, that's a little way down the track yet. You know, she's like, oh shit, everything went fucked. I'm just going to try and hide out for a while kind of thing. So for the one person I can think of who is straight into that fight is just Bail Organa, you know, so... I oh, know. Who do you think it was? Uh, but they were with Ahsoka, so why not say Ahsoka? Uh, but no, there's a number of people it could be. I guess instantly, I thought. I mean, Rex, even though it doesn't make sense in the context of <laughs> what they just said of them, as far as of, and they were also like wary of clones. Clones. That so doesn't make yeah. sense. Uh, but yeah, maybe somebody that we know from the rebellion. Uh, saw some people on Twitter throwing around the idea of like what if they think they're working for someone who's trying to help but they're actually just being double crossed and it's like uh, yeah that could be a thing or someone's like trying Voss or like a bunch of you know like it's uh, a mere class character Kira oh no no that wouldn't make sense in the timeline by the way I know like this this show's focus on wouldn't it Bear Batch but quick note onto that for people who are listening to this and don't read the comics they just released an issue of a brand new comic book that's set during empire strikes back period and kira that character's in it so that character survives until at least empire strikes back period they've reintroduced Mm. that character so that was quite an interesting yeah development for that character going forward i guess like we now know yeah so random note Millie Clark could be back once again playing that character. I don't know. Someone yeah. asked her in an interview, actually. Like, yeah. what do you think of that? And she's like, oh, that's great. I'd love to play it again. I'd love to play the character, you know. But, I mean, anyone would say that. I'd love to play I'd love to get that Disney money paycheck, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> it's not really, uh, yeah. Not really up for discussion, probably. But, um, yeah, so kind of rewinding a bit. Other standouts this episode was the opening scene was really, really great. Omega straight away trying to use that the the bow to shoot the targets i kind of just love the fact that there was these two hooligans on the side just fucking paying around <laughs> just, just like just getting wasted betting. at the bar or whatever was yeah like, arcade, yeah. yeah like whatever they do there's like no one else in here just the, the bear batch omega and uh sid comes in after and then you've got these two dudes on the side or whatever just getting wasted at 12 p.m on a sunday and uh making bets on if she'll hit the targets or not yeah. so i also love that it's uh liam o'brien and sam regal from critical role is that, is that how it yeah. was? Yeah. 
<laughs> I think they've done voices previously. They did last week. Yeah. yeah. Last week was characters. apparently they did first time in Star Wars. So. But that was different characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. So well, there you go. Yeah. They're just uh they're just gonna be playing characters every episode now. Yeah. Um, Interesting they stuck around on Old Mentel. That was yeah. I mean, didn't we assume that last week where we were saying that they'll probably just do a kind couple of, episodes, yeah. a couple of jobs for Sid or whatever? Yeah. You know, they kind of left it open-ended, of course, but um, Hunter Hunter knows they need the money, so that's what yeah. they're doing. They're trying to get the money. But, I mean, by the end of the episode, they show that they don't need the money that much because Hunter's got a, you know, he's too good for his own good. Gives away the the robot head with the information on it to the Well, to technically the got destroyed, right? Yeah, I guess. But you ain't getting paid that way. It was way, a you know? copy. They He yeah. gave him a copy. Oh, yeah. So I still... Nah. If if they were still getting paid, they would have showed us getting him paid, I reckon. I reckon that's... It was the one copy they had. And then gave okay. it away, so... That was another thing. Uh, the, yeah, so the, I think the other thing that was standing in this episode that um, could be easy to miss, I guess, is that the the factory that they break into i i don't i don't know if i blinked and missed why the helmet was that important or like why they needed it or like it's just like it's got information it was kind of a macguffin wasn't it like there was no there was there was no explanation really not i I don't need one but the other cool thing about this episode was it does sort of explain something that we never had answered which is what happens to all the droids after the you know between episodes three and four like what, where are all these droids? What happened to them? Well, here's what's happened to them. They're all getting melted down straight away. Mm. Straight away after, in in the months after Order 66, what's happening to all the, the droids? They're just being destroyed. So that's why you see barely any throughout the rest of Star Wars history of these types of, um, you know, the battle droids and your prequel era droids, all those sorts of ones, because they were all getting melted down into parts. So there's something else, a little tidbit that uh, it's not like we needed to know exactly what happened, but that's that is what was going on here. Uh, and then my favorite line that I made sure to note down was the part where they're near the end of the episode and they're they're shooting and they're like, trying to get the robot near the head. End. <laughs> it was like wasn't it? It was like so, three quarters. I feel through, like it was in the middle. Yeah. No, it's like before they're like right before they get all the robots to help them. To get all the droids to help them. Oh, yeah. So they're on the first, ground yeah. and they're trying to like, yeah, they're trying to hack f- through the droid, get the thing to work. And then I can't remember which one of the Martez sisters, but um, goes. One of them says, we need a distraction. We need a distraction. And then, and then the other one says, we need a distraction. Yeah. And then <laughs> they say, is there an echo in here? And then Echo comes over and says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up. Yes, it was like the most dad joke <laughs> thing written into this episode. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was but pretty it was great. So good, and then she's like, "What? <laughs> Is there an echo in here? That's me." <laughs> like, <laughs> my name is Echo. <laughs> my name's Echo. <laughs> I like how she doesn't try to explain. Like there was confusion. I wasn't actually asking for a person named Echo. He, she just goes, "All right, cool." <laughs> 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 like, it's just sort of yeah, funny. sure, yeah. I think it's one of the best puns I, I I legit think I've seen in anything in quite some time. Like I, I actually laughed out loud at that one. I was like, that is good. That's quite very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing, the big like sort of story moving point, uh, apart from like, who's the mystery person at the end of the episode? But the thing, of course, we keep coming back to, which is Rekka 
he gets uh, shot and then knocked. Kind of gets his ass handed to him there for a hot second. And um, he gets knocked on the ground and he's going all woozy and all that sort of stuff. And you know this isn't good because we've already been scared of what's going to happen to his head. But you hear there for a slight second, he says, good soldiers. But then he sort of passes out. So I, I'm choosing to believe uh, that if he hadn't passed out from being shot, because I think he gets shot in the shoulder after he says good shoulders or something like that. And that like causes him to to kind of get knocked out for five minutes in the episode or whatever it is. I, I reckon he, he was like the chip activated and then maybe that extra knock sort of deactivated it at least for for the time being because mm-hmm. of course when he eventually does wake up he's he's still he's good to go he's still on our side he's still on the, the good side so but either way i think wrecker's uh luck has sort of run out and we're we're one knock away from it being sort of you know wrecker's trying to kill everyone so i don't know if that's happening next episode but fuck it's either happening next week or the week after you know, like we're, we're we're really on death's door when it comes to Wrecker. And by death's door, I mean, hopefully no one's actually dying, but it's going to be quite sad to see Omega reacting to Wrecker and trying to kill people. It's going to be the yeah. the sad moment. So, yeah. What do you think of all that? Him getting knocked around and the good soldiers? Yeah. And- yeah, not too long. Hopefully it's like a very short... I don't know. I'd... Is it going to be like one episode or is it going to be like a multi-episode arc where he teams up with tr- Crosshair? Man, that would be fucked up if they like fight him and they don't actually save him. Because I've assumed this entire time that they're just going to do one episode where they manage to save him by then. But yeah, I guess the even darker way to track this story is that yeah, maybe they fight him, they manage to escape, but then Wrecker goes and teams up with Crosshair, Crosshair. who we haven't seen for a while. For, yeah, like four episodes. Yeah, four, yeah. Four, but then they manage to save Cross uh, Wrecker, fix him, get him back to the good side, and then they try to fix Crosshair. He can't be fixed because that's that's how he is. Oh, <laughs> it's a very dark path. Yeah, very very dark. Give path, it to me. I think to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna care too much about Crosshair. It's just the it's just the Omega and Wrecker having such the relationship. The it's yeah. like I, I just you can't kill Wrecker at this it's stage. Interesting. This is, that's that too dark. Is right. It seemed like Wrecker does not a fan of heights either. That was the other thing. You saw the, the mm. giant ladder. He's like... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly, yeah. I guess that's his weakness. Yeah. Everyone has one. Sand, heights, you know? Yep. Those are the two <laughs> things in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Sand, it's either one or the other. other. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go one way or another. So, yeah. I think that'll be happening soon. Um, Definitely within the next episode or two. Something's going to happen there. Though, they can't just tease it along for too long. It'll, it'll kind of get annoying if... Every episode, it's like, oh, good soldiers, you know, like, come on. Yeah. How long, how, long, how long can you fuck us around like that? So, yeah. Any uh, final thoughts on this week's episode? I think it was a cop out that Omega started firing her crossbow really well at the end. Really? I thought it was cool. It's like, at the start of the episode, she's like, oh, you need to build up your arm strength because that's what's make it hard for you to do. And then 20 minutes later, after being unable to get a droid off of her, she's suddenly able to fire this. Uh, See, it was it was never possible. about actual strength. It was just believing in herself, Ash, is what it was. Oh, is that what it was? Believing yourself. Yeah. Like anything in life, just got to believe in yourself. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 think mean, right. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more than that, but okay. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, all right, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Very Bad Batch. Please subscribe to Holocron Entries for all our great Star Wars content. Follow us all on Twitter, explosionhub.com slash Twitter. will take you to a list of all of them and join our Discord, explosionhub.com slash Discord. If you like this episode and you'd like to tell us in any way which or form, you can head on over to explosionhub.com slash support us to donate as little as a dollar for our Kofi page or buy an Explosion Network t-shirt. And until next week... No, Dylan, there was a lot of droids that went down this week. It was just like another one's gone, another one's gone, another droid bites the dust.